Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley. Today, I'm coming at you from the road. I am actually in San Antonio, Texas with my husband who had a work trip. And while we've been here, I've been thinking about today's topic (laughs) Um, because this is something that has been on my, my mind more, and that topic is around exercise and what constitutes the right exercise. And I've talked about this on the show before, but I thought I'd just bring some new thoughts, perspective, kind of share a little bit of my journey recently around this, and also just build on um, this last month in the Facebook group. I've been talking a lot about the thyroid, and there's there's certain things that can help support your thyroid, and one of those things is exercising in the right way. But I didn't really, you know, expand into what that really actually meant in the group. So I wanted to share it on the show. If you aren't part of our free group called Emergent Women on Facebook, there's a link in the show notes to join it. Um, You know, each month we have a new topic and this month it's been all about the thyroid. So if you want to jump in and learn some stuff. It's been quite a bit of information and everyone's found it really, really valuable is the feedback I've gotten. So not shooting my own horn, just a a great place to go and just kind of engage with me in another way. So I go live in there once a week and share some stuff. Getting back to today's topic, you know, the topic of exercise is really interesting to me. And uh, through my own journey, I've, I've always been an athlete. I was a soccer player and I cross country ski raced and I ran track and field and I ran cross country in college. And I was never the kind of athlete that just kind of like did stuff for fun. Like I always had to have a competition or a something I was working towards, whether it was a mar- I, I ran a marathon in my mid twenties. I trained for a half Ironman. <laughs> I, I did, I did like super intense triathlons. I did some of the more hardcore stuff and would usually do it at a level where I was, you know, not like headed to the Olympics or anything, but definitely a high level athlete. I think my, my best performance was I ran a half marathon, um, and placed fourth in a pool of like a thousand women. So, and that was fourth overall, um, didn't get a medal, but I was one, one spot shy of that, but still, you know, really took on being a high-performing athlete, which many of us who are high-performing women have probably also, you know, done some level of this as well. And it all really changed when I had my son when I was 28. I'd been injured. I ran a marathon. I then had hip bursitis in my hip and, you know, just kind of hip pain all the time. And then my ankle hurt and I tried to switch to triathlon so that I wasn't pounding so much and just nothing was working. So I'd actually already stopped running. But running had always been one of my stress relievers, or so I thought. And then my son was born, and I've, I've shared enough of my story. You all know I had you know, super high levels of toxic stress at work and at, at home. And I would try to go out and run, and usually it was with him in a stroller, so you know, extra 50 pounds, right? <laughs> um, not quite that bad, maybe 20 or 30. But 
I could only make it, you know, maybe half a mile, if even that. And Fairbanks, where I live, is, is super hilly, so there were always hills, and I would, you know, be trying to push the stroller up a hill, and I just couldn't do it. Like, I would have to stop, and then I'd get frustrated with myself, and then I'd worry I was so out of shape and, you know, worry something was wrong with me. And it was just this vicious cycle. And finally, in my own journey of learning and, you know, starting to understand our health and how our bodies work as women and hormones and all this, I came to the understanding and the realization that running was actually not serving me because it was increasing stress on my body and I had too much stress already. So it was actually contributing to that stress response. And I just, I didn't have mental fortitude to do it. And I didn't have, you know, my body physically couldn't handle it. And I bring all this up because for all, each of you, you know, listening to this and exploring this, this conversation, and I'll, I'll share more of like why this is coming up again in my own life. But I really went on, you know, I'm almost 37 and I haven't really run. I ran a half marathon somewhere like five years ago because I got back into shape enough to do that, but I didn't really train for it. I'll be honest. So it wasn't my best performance, but you know, so many of us hit this point where maybe we're exploring exercise or the stuff that we've always done isn't working or we just don't feel great when we work out or, you know, and we're thinking something's wrong with us or like we need to try something new or all of these conversations. And I want to be really clear. There's a difference between exercise and movement. So I'm not by any means, you know, giving anyone a license to just like sit on the couch all day from, from this conversation. But I do want you to just think about for yourself. And I have a a tool that you can reach out to me and utilize. I'll explain that in a minute, you know, to help you do this, but we have to be really aware of our external stressors and our perception of stress and how we are doing and managing that stress in our exercise choices. And every, you know, you might argue, well, Dr. Alex, isn't exercise one of those things that helps reduce stress and relieve stress? Yes, I say yes kind of tentatively because a lot of the ways that we exercise, you know, as women, especially if we're trying to lose weight or something, we tend to do long hours of cardio or, you know, go to Zumba. Very few of us are weightlifting, but that's actually a a better, I would argue, uh, form of exercise, especially if you're trying to lose weight. Um, You know, it all depends on, on what your goals are. But then so many of us are making choices based on what so-and-so person says. I'm actually really excited. I'm going to be interviewing a, um, I'm I'm having some males on the show. So I did one interview yesterday. They won't be out for about a month, but I have another interview with a male kind of women's fitness trainer that I'm really looking forward to. He's in Ireland and like has a huge following over there. So I'm really excited about this and we'll dive more into this topic then, but we have to be really aware of, you know, what else is going on in our lives in terms of what we choose to focus on with exercise. So getting back to my own journey with all this, I have been injured for the last six years. My, my wrist, I, I did the math and I've been in a brace or, you know, somehow not being able to use my wrist for like four of the past six summers. It's, it's kind of depressing when you think about it. Right. And because of that, there's a lot of the things I would normally choose to do that have been, you know, better suited for my body, I will say, just based on my stress levels and all of that, are things like HIIT training and things like using some weights and yoga. And I can't put weight on any of my wrists or even lift dumbbells at this point. Um, And so it's really limited me in what I'm able to do. And I know many of you might be struggling with this, whether it's a long-term injury or 
access or you know whatever it is or you just like feel like poo when you try to work out <laughs> um and you might be struggling with knowing what to do so getting full circle to you know we're in san antonio in alaska it's already snowy and cold and like the ground's frozen and all this crud and so lately i've been wanting to move my body is like we need to do more than just you know i walk a lot i walk my dog and and i do all that and for some of you that's all you really need to be doing and i'm going to talk more about how you really identify that soon but today i've I've recently i've read some books and i've kind of had some changes of heart you know I've, i've gotten on and talking about how running can be really bad for you and i'm both like kind of in that camp but also in the camp where i love running and i do believe that we were designed to run and you know there's um, a book called Born to Run, which is all about barefoot running, and it's actually a super interesting story. But you know, I'm I'm very like in line with that. We were designed to run like naturally, which doesn't involve a heel strike. Anyways, we won't get into all of that. But I've been you know contemplating like, well, what if I started running again, but not do it from this perception of being competitive, of you know, worrying about my split times on every single run, right? Of you know, feeling like I have to push myself in a certain way to get back to the level I used to be at, where I marathon drained at a sub eight minute mile pace like for months. That's just how fast I ran. And then the actual marathon I I peaked already and so I ran more at like a sub nine minute pace, but you know, still decent for <laughs> for running that far. You know, so I've really worked on changing my mindset around this and for those of you that are competitive like me and maybe you played competitive sports or you've always had that like drive to push we always want to be the best we have to you know we're like all in or we're not in at all and I've started to recognize the unhealthiness of that mindset and not that we shouldn't push our bodies at times but we have to kind of find the balance where we can do these things long term like I know far too many athletes and former athletes and people who have just burnt themselves out. My husband is one of them. He used to be a a collegiate level cross country ski racer. And like, he doesn't do much of anything in terms of exercise anymore because he just got so fried from it. And so it's, it's finding that balance where we're not like our bodies are just like, I'm done with all of this and we can maintain and have a level of health and stability with that. And so there's a few things I want you to think about in just deciding what's going to be the right exercise for you. You know, if you have hormone issues, if your thyroid is off, if your sex hormones are off, you know, any of this stuff, you want to really consider and look at how hard are you pushing yourself regularly in workouts. Like maybe the issue is that you don't work out at all. And in that case, I recommend you start with just gentle movement, things like walking and yoga. There's even wristless yoga, as I've discovered. So I, I do do some of that still. But, you know, getting your body moving, not just sitting all the time, like standing at your desk or, you know, taking laps around the office or like if you're home with kids, you know, making sure you're getting up, moving, getting outside, all of that stuff. But just start there. And and if you're someone who has chronically pushed yourself too hard and some of the things that you may recognize, you know, in this is like your body's struggling, you're injured. Maybe you feel good in the first few minutes after a workout, but you're really dragging through it. Or, you know, if you go too hard, it wipes you out for like days. I was the queen of doing this for a while. And it's it can be really tricky with HIIT style training, which is high interval, uh, high intensity interval training. And while some of that is good actually for 
promoting fat loss. Like if you do the shorter workouts that are under 20 minutes and, and raise your heart rate to a certain level, it helps your body burn fat for up to 36 hours versus, you know, long, slow cardio. You don't hit fat burning until you've been going for at least 45 minutes. So just something to keep in mind. But you have to really think about like, how is this serving your body? Is it helping or is it hindering yourself? And in my own version of all of this, you know, I recognized most exercise was actually hurting more me more than it was helping me, not just from a physical standpoint, but from my hormones, from my mental health state, like, like all of that. And so I actually had to take a break and I've taken a break for the last several years. But today I went for a run and I actually felt pretty good. I'm in San Antonio's like stupid humid and <laughs> 90 degrees. So that part was hard, even though I ran in the morning. But I was able to, to do, you know, two and a half miles. I walked when I needed to walk. I didn't worry about my pace. I didn't push myself hard. I just kind of enjoyed the moment of being outside, of seeing something new. You know, we're right on the river walk in San Antonio, which if you've never been here, it's beautiful. Like, looks like a slice of Europe or something. It's completely not what you would expect from Texas, right? And, you know, I just really enjoyed myself. And I found I, I'm feeling good and like my energy is good. And it was just good. And so I'm really taking on, and I encourage all of you to take on this new, you know, so much about what I talk about is like having this curiosity about ourselves, right? So whether you work out or not right now, just approach exercise and all these things, especially if you, you know, can't identify with anything I've just talked about here, but approach it with some curiosity and just observe, like, how do I feel if I go take that walk? Or how do I feel if maybe I don't push myself in CrossFit or in you know, Zumba or in spin class, like whatever it is that you do, or how do I feel when I do? And really cue into your body, like the right exercise is going to come from you taking the time, as we talk about, which I know time is one of those difficult constructs for us as high-performing women, like how do I take the time to actually pay attention to myself? But this is where the key comes from. Because until we, you know, so many people like work out so that they can justify eating bad or eat bad and then feel like they have to push themselves really hard to work out. And this is both men and women. And I used to be like this, like in my twenties for sure. And there's so much unhealthiness that comes inside of there. So if you were to focus on anything, I would focus on your nutrition and your foundation of breathing, of drinking water, of you know getting enough sleep, more of those things before you even take on starting exercise, like just being honest. So if you're in that camp, all of those things, which is largely what I talked about on the show, are where you should have your focus right now. For those of you that have a pretty solid foundation and aren't, you know, gonna use exercise as a way to justify unhealthy habits or, you know, don't have unhealthy exercise habits, which is where you're pushing yourself too hard and it's a strain and it's it's all of these things. I have a client who recognized this in herself as well. She's uh, someone I've been working with who is not in Alaska, she's out of state, but she's a, you know, background as a physical therapist and has always had exercise as part of her repertoire, but she's been dealing with a lot of grief and struggle. Not only did 2020 happen for her, but her husband also died unexpectedly um, during 2020 as well. And so she's really just been processing all of this stuff. And one of the first things she said was, you know, I running like has always been this release for me and this, this great thing. And lately it's just wearing me out like it doesn't help I'm dragging I, I 
feel like crap when I run. And so she actually took on and it was hard for her to get past that mindset of like, push yourself, push yourself, push yourself. But you know, she didn't stop moving, but she, she started walking more and like, you know, if she felt good and, and felt good walking, then she might jog for a little bit, but she wasn't worried about how far or how fast or any of that stuff. And now she's incorporated some swimming, but it really just helped her. She found she felt better and even weight loss started happening. And, you know, all of these things just kind of reset by taking out the push, 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 go, 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 like have to be the best idea that all of us have, you know, have to achieve something. I always needed something to work towards in, in sports to or just push myself, right? So if you're like that, <laughs> this, is, this is my invitation to, you know, cue into yourself and just try something new or different. And you get to decide what the right kind of exercise is for you because as you cue into yourself and understand yourself, your body will tell you. And so I know that I didn't hurt myself today by running because I still feel good and I felt good while I was doing it and I wasn't pushing myself and I was just having, you know, an enjoyable morning jog through San Antonio. And, but I still feel like I got exercise, right, at a different level than, than what I have been more recently. So I'm bringing this full circle. You know, I, I invite you, and I mentioned there, there's a resource that you can send me an email. It's the easiest way. It's Dr. Alex at emergentwomenih.com. I'll put it in the show notes. But if you want to, you know, explore, because I think a lot of us also aren't aware of how much stress we really have or what areas of our lives are really struggling. And so I have a women's health assessment. It's a little worksheet. You get to color in some hearts. It's kind of fun. <laughs> but it walks you through seven kind of key areas of life. So things like rest and sleep and strength and um, community and relationship and stuff like that, but it's designed in a way to really truly get you to think honestly about how all those areas of your life are going and really helps you understand like where you're struggling and where your focus needs to be. And so for some of you, it'll be on movement and on, you know, getting moving more. That's a huge issue with so much of our population. But for others of you, it might be on something else and on backing off on the intensity so that your body has time to reset and heal and can lower those cortisol levels because a lot of exercise will actually, you know, especially if you're pushing yourself in the wrong way too hard with the wrong mentality, will increase your stress response and wreak more havoc because we've talked a lot about how all of that messes up your hormones and all that. And if you want even more, join the free Facebook group because um, I went into a lot of depth on the thyroid this last month and next month we're going into depth on all the sex hormones, so estrogen, progesterone, and uh, testosterone, and all of this stuff is connected. So, Email me if you'd like a copy of that, that resource. Emails in the show notes. <laughs> and then to really identify, you know, just reiterating what we talked about, what the right kind of exercise is for you, you have to, you know, there's not a silver bullet or, you know, this, this magical workout routine or this style of thing or this class or any of that. You really have to cue into your body and understand what it needs. And sometimes it needs you to move more. And sometimes it needs you to back off or change how you're moving. I, I like We all need to move, I said this before, but we might need to do it differently and just look at things differently, try th different things. The majority of women who work with me one-on-one, -on -one, we end up having them back off what they're doing actually because it's not serving them and it's pushing their bodies too hard and contributing to the problem rather than helping them really heal. So those are my deep thoughts for you on exercise and on really being able to take control 
of that aspect of your health and life because it makes a difference. And a lot of the exercise and fitness gurus out there aren't really helping you because it's always go, 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 push, push, push. Like so much of, of what I see. And I'm not saying that that is bad. Just sometimes we have to step back from that and start over with more of these foundational things before we get into that level of constantly pushing and pushing. And if you're, you are doing things like hit or, you know, weightlifting pretty hard or any of that, I would say don't do it all the time. Like if you're doing it five to seven days a week, change your movement and change what you do for a few of those. Like, you know, maybe three times a week is when you, you push hard and the other days you give your body a chance to rest and recover. And each person is going to be a little different. It's based on genetics. It's based on your stress levels. It's based on a whole lot of stuff. So you really got to analyze and look at that for yourself. So with that, we will see you again on Thursday and I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and also leave us a review. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about. Mm-hmm.